Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act on that. Hat on, suit on, suit on. looking like the Capitol. Giving them all dress like a million bucks. Bucks and things in this cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. And to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
turn Steve Harvey got to turn them out got to turn them out Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today is real simple. For everybody that's trying to become successful on any level, in any arena, any genre, I don't care what it is, if you're trying to be successful, this message is for you. Let me help you understand something real clear. You ain't going to make it the way you want to, and you're not going to make it to the heights that's fully out there and available for you without God. And I'm just going to keep it real simple and clean for you today. You're not going to make it the way you want to, and you're not going to get to the heights that's available to you without God. You have to get this through your head. You can try it if you want to, because I did. I'm here to tell you, I am talking purely from experience here. You can try it without God, and you can see how far you can get. Will you have some measures of success? Of course you will. Will it feel like days like you might make it? Of course you will. But let me ask you a question, though. What you going to do about them days when you feel like you ain't going to make it? When you going to do about them days where it feel like there are no answers to your questions? What you going to do about them days? What you going to do about them days when everybody laughing at you and turn against you? What you going to do about them days when you just don't see no way through it? What you going to do about them days? I got the sunshine. You know, sunshine, cool. Everybody got friends when it's sunny outside. You want some friends? Hit the lotto. You want to get rid of them friends? Go ask for some help. Man, I'm talking about, man, they scatter like roaches when lights come on. I'm trying to tell you. So now, here, here we go again. You can do this without God now, because I've done it. And you can have yourself some measure of success. Let me even hip you to a little bit closer, though. Let me tell you why you are doing it without God and having some measure of success. Can I tell you why? Because of God's grace and mercy to us. Because of his grace and mercy trying to keep us in spite of ourselves for the real mission that he really got for us. See, that's the truth of the matter now. Now what we talking about now, Steve. See, so, yeah, yeah, you can do it without God, and you can have some measure of success without God. And, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you got your little degree and everything. Or yeah, you completed the program, got all that, yada, yada, yada. But don't you know something? It's because of God's grace and mercy that he helps us anyway, well, even when we ain't asking for help when he bails us out anyway, when we ain't even asking to be bailed out. You know why? Because he loves us that much, that he would allow us to exist until we get our mind together where he could take us where he's really trying to take us. Let's get this real straight and clear today. You can do this without God if you want to, but I am telling you to get to where you really want to be and to be all that God has for you, you got to have God. There is no ifs, ands, buts about it. And let me tell you this here. I don't really care what nobody done told you. Are you listening to me? I don't care what they say. Don't get this thing twisted. They got these people out here talking about they Illuminati's and all this here. Man, don't, don't listen to me. Don't get caught in this mess. Don't get caught in no foolishness. You were created by God. God created you and your soul. 
We were all created in his image. All of us. Don't get to talking about you finna cut a deal with the, with the devil and all. You ain't cut no deal with nobody, man. The devil don't do deals. He one-sided. I'm taking you to hell. You going to hell. You'll burn in hell. That's his deal. I want your soul. I want you to lose hope. I want you to take your life. I want you to take some other people's lives. I want you to feel hopeless. I want you to realize that there ain't no God. That's his whole deal. His whole deal is negative. Oh, he can talk you into dealing drugs if you want to, but let me tell you something about this. I watch these shows all the time. Drug, ink, and all this here, cocaine, mafia, everybody on now. Go to jail or get killed. Our prisons is filled today with our young boys because they thought they could outslick the system. They thought they had a way. They thought. They sitting up in here and they fell for the old cliche, man, I got to do what I got to do. I got to get this money. Well, the only reason you got to do what you got to do is because, like I say all the time, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. It is but because of his grace and mercy that we exist. And God is just taking care of you, looking out for you. Got some angels encamped around you until you get your mind right so he can get you where you're going. But now I want you to understand something. There's a cost and a consequence and a penalty for everything we do that's outside the will of God. That's for all of us. All of us have consequences penalties and everything that we got to deal with outside of the will of God. Understand that clearly. Don't get this thing twisted sideways. You understand me? You know, I heard a, uh, a young man tell me one day, he said, uh, Steve, you know, man, I just don't see how God looking out for me. If he would allow all these things to happen to me, I'm having such a hard time in my life. I really don't see how there's a God looking out for me. I looked at the young man. I said, let me ask you something, man. You still breathing? He said, yeah, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, you're still free. He said, what you mean? I said, you ain't locked up, are you? He said, no, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, where you get them clothes from? I bought them. I said, well, you bought them with what? I bought them with money. I said, where you get the money from, young Joe? He said, I got a job, Mr. Hoff. I got a job. I said, well, well, where you live, though? He said, I got an apartment. I said, well, where you get the apartment from? Mr. Hoff, I'm working. I got an apartment. I got a job. I said, oh, okay. Okay. So now this this God ain't looking out for you thing. Fin finish telling me what you're telling me. Well, see, man, I'm having it real hard right now. I said, hey, hey, man, are you, are you hungry? You Have you had lunch yet? He said, yeah, 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 you already had lunch yet. I, I said, oh, okay, okay. So go on, finish telling me about this, how God ain't looking out for you. He he said, oh, and you know, man, every every time I try to do something, it seemed like it go wrong for me. I said, but let, let, let me ask something, man. I say, every time it go wrong for you, I say, somehow you survive it. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I survive it some kind of way, but it still be all messed up for me. I said, but but you still got through it, though. He said, yeah. I said, okay, man, go on, finish telling me how, how, how God ain't looking out for you. And he stopped. He said, hey, Mr. Harvey, he said, how come every time I tell you something that's going wrong, you keep telling me God looking out for me? I said, because you still here, man. I said, see, you don't understand it. I said, you seem to think that you're supposed to just, you're supposed to skate through life, that it's all supposed to go how you want it, any kind of way. I said, man, these is the test of your faith. I said, God looking out for you the whole time. I said, every time you tell me something going wrong, I, you seem to turn around and tell me how you survived it. You keep telling me what ain't going right, but you keep telling me all these things you have. I said, man, so what you got to do is you got to stop looking at the what you ain't got column and start focusing on the what you do have column. But if you ain't happy with nothing he done done for you, you want him to keep piling stuff on? I said, you fail in the test, young man. The test is, are you grateful for where you are right now so I could give you more so we can move forward? 
He said, oh, man, I never even looked at it like that. I said, well, why don't you take your blessed self on somewhere and sit down? He said, man, I think I'm going to go on over here and let you finish talking. I said, thank you, son. Sometimes you just got to look at what you do got, folks. That's all it is, okay? You can't make it without God, y'all. You got me today? All right, let's be clear. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. What you talking about, Steve? What I'm talking about every morning. The start of something grand. The start of something new. The start of something spectacular. You know what I'm talking about because it's about to happen to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is on and cracking. Here we are. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Give it to me. Damn it. Give it to me. Out of it. What is what I'm talking about? I can't stop them. I'm too much. They won't. What? (laughs) Shut up. He said, shut up. They all on you. They on you. Back then, they won't. Uh But now, though. (laughs) That's the only thing. The only thing I miss about stand-up is walking out. Gosh. And walking off. Wow. What does that feel like? I mean, how does it make you feel? It's like it's the most incredible thing. Because as a stand-up, what can never replace stand-up, it is simply the purest form of adulation that you can get from a crowd. Because it's only based on your ability to provide enjoyment for them. You're not you're not pulling at their heartstrings. You're not you're not taking them back down memory lane with their favorite song. You're not doing sing-alongs. Ain't no such thing as a joke along. Come on, come on, do this one with me, y'all. Mm-hmm. Two, three people walk in a bar. Come on, you know it. Everybody, come on. <laughs> Black man, white man, Chinese man. Come on, y'all. Y'all know this is a joke along. It's none of that. It is the purest form of adulation that you can get from a crowd, and when you kill it. And I mean a 90-minute set, just you. And you stand there for 90 minutes, and you deliver gut-wrenching laughter, and you walk off, oh, my God. Wow. 
Wow. Oh my God. It is wow. unbelievable. What it a is feeling, huh? Unbelievable, man. And when you do it well, and then to top all of that off, God has given you the incredible gift that you can earn a living at it. Mm, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. I missed that too, man. Oof. Wow. Jesus. Just a clap. The applause. Oh, man. So let me just say quickly, good morning to everybody on the show. Thank you. Yeah, morning. you right now. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> One more time. Give it to me. <laughs> ah! Let's clap it out. Let's just clap it all the way out. Today, let me set up the show for you. Keep on, Dave. Don't stop. We got the CLO coming up. We got, uh, we got... Oh, we don't know. We be back with it. Just show. Give it to me, Dave. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time to run that prank back. What you got, Nav? Uh, Triple casket. Run that cat. It is. Triple casket. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, how you, Calvin? How you doing? My name is Brandon, man. Uh, Brandon Giles. Uh, um, okay. I'm I'm calling. Uh, we've got somebody that uh has passed. Actually, uh, uh, three people. Well, I'm sorry, passed away. I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected. Uh, right. So you know, it it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about. Uh, losing our loved ones, but uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Handle of. The services. Yes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, um, uh, we can definitely help you with that. And um, uh, once again, I just want to you know just let you know that we can pretty much do the whole gambit. We we can make sure that your needs are taken from you know from from now on. Um, we're here for you. Just wanted to get that out. Okay. Uh, what is your main need? Uh, you, you said three people, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Wanted okay. To, uh, I wanted to okay. bring uh, attention to you. Do you guys customize uh, caskets? Yes, we okay. do gold plating, uh, engraving. Uh, no, we no, even no, have no, a new no, thing no. where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi gloss uh, coating. Okay. So we have a couple options. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need that. I don't know gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen. What I want to do is—is it any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um, uh, yes. Like a, we 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 can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin. That ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I said, these my cousins. They was all close. It, you know. I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Uh, I get you. Um, uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as far as I've been in this business, I've never, uh, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, but what's the problem? If we can get them all in there and close well, the lid. Well, before, well sir, I mean, I think that's a, I, I, I don't even think, if for one, it's legal in this state or any state. Uh, three people in one casket, um, and ethics-wise, I—that's I, I, uh, not really something that uh, how can I say that we actually, you know, 
push But if you customize in a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able to get three people in there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people uh, even put TV screens on the inside, or some of their 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 loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes. But it, okay, so again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, if you put two one way and one the other way, sir, then you ought to sir. be able to have all three of them in there at one time. Um, is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to right now. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to accommodate my cousins and get them straight. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on Sir, one I, end, I told one you, pillow. That's not, that's not something we're we're, we're really. Uh, that ain't something with. your is used to doing, Cal. But I'm calling you, telling that's you true. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother, brother. Just just chill out with cousins. All right. So we're trying Sir. to get three people. Sir. What? I, yes. I have a standard plan. It, it'd be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. That's all I. We call. ain't got. We don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that we got room well, for one like casket. We we just need the big enough, man, that? so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I don't want to go back and forth with you, sir. I know this is a time. Of, then go. Of then you ain't got to go back and forth with me. Build, build the that I need so I can bury my family. I don't really know what to tell you, sir, but I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying to Won't help you. Won't you tell me you're going to get three people in the casket looking because good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f*** you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are, you're, 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 you're using foul language. It, it's just, we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, 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 that's, no, no, hold on. No, My no, cousin no, them sir, said they wanted to the use right the right No, sir, no. We can't do okay, it. Okay, look, I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all gonna bury these three people and you gonna put all three of them in the same so damn you casket, me, man. Now, now you two, tell me what I, two on one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody drinking. Let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name sir. Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all gonna bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you gonna get your that's what's going on. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now, ain't nothing crazy about it. No, 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 no. You I told you I want you to bury my cousins. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh you talking about doing oh, something mean? Yeah, because you obviously uh, you don't you don't, you don't sound too damn confident. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, this ain't the place. And I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to you up. How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there today then. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the f*** is Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. This is some b <laughs> Yo. Y'all had me ready to whip somebody. I just want to know who put you up to this Reginald that works Reggie. at the, uh, yes. I'm a, I'm a whip Reggie.
You better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your <laughs> to revenge, man. <laughs> hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all, y'all got <laughs> Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. Coming up next, it is the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time. Anything else anybody wanted to say about their weekend? Because. <laughs> no, we ready. Okay. It's time to ask the CLO. <laughs> All right, this one is from uh, Deshala. Uh, she listens on our podcast. She says, I have three children and my husband told me he wants me to get back to the sexy woman that he married. With th- three children under 10, there's no time to be sexy. I usually throw on a wig or a hat when I leave the house. My husband hates that I love wearing sweats and shirt dresses because the clothes cover up my great figure. I couldn't care less. I had finally had enough of his criticism so I lit into him and it started a big argument. He said he was only telling me that for my own good. I feel like he's out of line. But should I consider his opinion? Am I being too defensive? Well, I think he could have approached it maybe a little bit differently. I think he has every right to want more from you, but then you have every right to not be able to give more. You didn't gave three children. I mean, damn. That's a big To have three children is a lot. I just don't think the average man knows what that is, how taxing it is. And then to be a real mother is to care about every aspect of the child's life, which men don't. Sorry, but we don't. And so, yeah, I want you to get back to that little sexy being you was. Well, then he got to start helping out. That's right. You know. You, you got to get somebody in here that can clean and somebody in here that can cook. That'll free up a lot of time. Then you need somebody in here to help with this damn homework. That'll free up some more time. Then you need somebody to take them to all these little games and practice and after school's activity. See, then she have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's three mm-hmm. kids under 10. So you should consider what he's doing, but you got to explain to him what all you do. And if he don't get that, then you should have him take over the duties that you're doing, all of them, so he can get a glimpse of it. Yep. Great answer. I love that answer. Uh, and it was, yeah, it's all in your delivery sometimes. Come all on. right. Oh. Frida in D.C. says, I'm a 34-year-old single woman, and I'm attracted to a man that is a little overweight. We hang out together and flirt, but when he talks about us dating, I get scared because of his weight and what people might say. I like bigger men, but my mother and my sister are very judgmental. Uh, I would have to be, I, I would hate to be embarrassed on a date if someone stares at us or makes a rude comment. Should I follow my heart even if I have doubts about this guy? Yeah, you should follow your heart, but let me ask you a question though. How big is his ass? <laughs> See, I knew it. See, I knew <laughs> you know, it. Because you're talking about people looking at you she embarrassed. Said a little overweight. Right, well, but she says she like bigger men. How much yeah. bigger we talking? And but really, if that's what you like, mm-hmm. then the heck with your mom and your sister. Yeah, she he might be a great guy, treat you really, really wonderful. But now it's gonna be some come with the weight now. What? Like you a know, lot of cooking. Like you know, like you got to think about you know, sleeping and you know waking up and you know rolling over and then. <laughs> 
you know, like he be oh, laying there and then you fall in that crease and then he forget you there and he roll over and your ass is smothered. There's a lot of stuff right here. And then sweat some snoring in this weight. Yeah, you know, the big people Skinny got people the snores. Snore. Skinny people snore too, but when you got that weight on you, you really going to snore. <laughs> you know, so. I, but, but if I was you, I'd go on and date yes. the guy. He I might be a great guy. You can get him to lose weight. You can get a man to lose weight. You can't turn a, a, a nothing dude into a great guy, though. So if you got a great guy, help him with the flaw. You know? That's a great yeah. point. You should say that again. Well, I mean, it's real simple. You can take a guy with a flaw. You can help him with his flaw. You mm -hmm. can't turn a nothing guy into a great man, but yeah. you can take a great man with a flaw and help him with the flaw. Mm -hmm. You can get him to eat right. Tell him you love him more. Why don't you put the proposal to him? Why don't you say, hey, look, I'd love to consider taking this, but I really want you to be healthy because mm -hmm. I don't want to fall in love with a man that's not going to be here. So let's start dating, but I want you to actively work on eating better because I want to be healthy. I want to live a long life. If you present that to a man, he'll go, whoa, wait a minute. I get this chick if I just start eating uh, baked chicken instead of fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because she says she's attracted to him. Yeah. He's just a big sexy right now. That's great big old. <laughs> and that's a direct opposite from, from, from love sexy. She did not say all of that. He agreed, big old. How did you get all of that out of a little overweight? That's no, she worried about what man. people gonna say when they see see them with each other. Uh -huh. That's what it is. That's embarrassing. That's 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 embarrassment fact. Uh. <laughs> There's no such thing, is there? Yeah, it is. What? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, we're moving on. Did you say all you needed to say? He's yeah, a little yeah, overweight. Yeah. All right. Great big old man. <laughs> you know, my mother used to say that. Mm -hmm. James in a small town, that's it, just in a small town, says, I'm a 27-year-old man, and I had an ugly breakup with a woman I dated for three years. I cheated on her a few times, and she broke up with me. Since then, she's told everybody that I'm terrible in the bedroom, and I'm the tiniest man she's ever been with. God. I feel like every girl has heard the rumor and I know for sure all of my boys have. My uncle said when he was young, one of his friends was called Tiny because his wife told everyone in town that he was Tiny. Uh, how can I stop this before it gets worse? Yeah, yeah you got to move, dog. <laughs> He's got to leave town. Small town. You got to get out another of small yeah. town. Yeah, you're not finna fix that. You need to get up into a big city. You need to go from small right. town to big city. Blended. Your reputation is gone. You ain't ever getting it back. You ain't ever getting it back. The only way you can get cheating. it back, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to do that. That's what he gets for cheating. Uh, you gotta release photos online. Photoshop oh, edited oh, photos receipts. of yourself, you know. Biker shorts with big prints in it. That's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. You got to move to Atlanta, homie. All right, CLO, thank you so much. Great as usual. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I got to ask the guys, um, what was the best summer job you ever had? And uh, what job would you not do again, no matter how much it paid? Steve? What job would I not do again, no matter how much it paid? Mm-hmm. That foundry at Ford Motor Company. Oh, you mm. you wouldn't do that? Working no, I wouldn't do that. And I would not do. No, the worst, no, that you know, the foundry, I didn't like it. Uh, the assembly line at Ford, man, I had some cool people I worked with. That wasn't mm-hmm. bad going to work. Wasn't what I was meant to do. But uh, the Lincoln Electric is the worst job I've ever had. I hate it. What did you do there? What did you do there? I wrap coil wire. You, it's a really it's tough. You know what dies are? Mm-hmm. Dies are these small round things that you pull wire through, and every die gets smaller, so the wire goes through and compresses and shaves down. It gets thinner and thinner. Uh-huh. So let's say the wire starts like a microphone cord. Okay. okay. And what you're trying to get it down to is uh, a cord wire that goes inside of inside a speaker wire. So and really it's smaller than what it is. Yeah. Really, yeah. So you put it through the die and it goes through this machine at a high speed. And every die it goes through, every six, eight feet gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And it wraps up into a big coil. And then you gotta box it up and put it on the pallet. Now to break even, you had to make 238 boxes a day. Wow. Man. It'd be some days I finish, I got 80. 
Not two thirty. Short, short. Ooh, you real Yo, short, your dog. check is ugly. I mean, you know, but now you gonna get a guarantee. Uh huh. But to get the bonus, you had to make extra. And at the end of the year, guys was getting fifty thousand dollar bonuses. Mm. Sixty-five thousand dollar bonuses. How much did you, you get? get? I ain't never get a bonus. Oh, you didn't even get a bonus. Period. Uh. Uh-uh. Well. What what about it? Hmm. I mean, how how could they do it? Why was why yeah. was you so slow with yours? Yeah. I hate it. Thank you, Tommy. You just I hated like it, it, man. I didn't yeah. like doing the mechanical work to keep the line running because you had to change the dyes all the time. Oh, because the inspector come by and tell you that your wire has a score in it, which means a little scratch. Mm-hmm. That means one of the dyes is wore out, and you don't catch it. Then the, then the uh, inspector come by. And X out all your boxes. And the box with the scores in it got to go. So you lose so 15, 15 uh, boxes when an inspector comes. It was, I hate it. it wow. Was, I suck. You're, you're depressed telling us about it. I suck so I, at that. <laughs> what? Um, how old were you then? Oh, uh, 23. Mm, so that was one of your first like full-time jobs right after did you quit did you quit or they fired you yeah i quit (laughs) i made up the story (laughs) what did you say what is happening you're not doing it anymore (laughs) oh your small business loan yeah (laughs) open up the carpet cleaner company i didn't have no loan i just Uh wanted to walk out with dignity yeah. Good luck, hard yeah. oh, man. We're going to miss you, man. You a good dude, man. <laughs> you was funny, man. You kept us live in here, man. Yeah, well, uh-huh. that wire had been whooping your behind. <laughs> man, please. Yeah. Man, I'm please. telling you, he's so, so sad. Tell him that wire was, was whooping his behind. Tommy, oh. I was dying, man. I, I worked midnight shift from midnight yeah. to 8 in the morning. I would wow. be so sleepy oh, I, coming I, home, I'd drive by my exit. Wow. That's yeah. how sleepy I would be. Yeah. I would. I missed my exit at least five times. Okay, so let's switch it and ask you what was the best summer job you had because that depressed us all. <laughs> Just the oh, way I got a job at the swimming pool as a lifeguard and can't swim. <laughs> that was the best job. Yeah. You did what? Good job. I was in college. I got a job at the swimming pool of watching girls. Has a lifeguard and couldn't swim. I was sitting on that chair just hoping when nobody get in trouble. Did anybody ever so, get in in a in a drastic in a, situation? Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Thank God. Oh, you got lucky, man. How I did you that. convince hey, dog, them hey, that you hey, could dog, I had all them life rafts and stuff up there. Don't want everything. I, I had so much stuff in the pool. I was throwing furniture in the pool. I had so much furniture in the pool one time. One dude got in trouble. And I threw so much stuff in the pool, he could walk out. <laughs> he done threw a styrofoam cooler out there. I had so much pool, I had more furniture in there, he could walk out. So they didn't test you or anything to see if you could swim? They just hired you on the spot? That's crazy, though. Well, what had happened was, my name was Steve Harvey. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. It was a white guy at the school named Steve Darby. Oh, okay. He didn't come to work, so I went. Oh, and I they walked by there. And he dude? said, "Are you Steve Steve Darby?" And I went, "Yeah, <laughs> just with no problem." He said, "Well, here you go, handing me that little red thing." Uh-huh. He said, "Where's your shorts?" Okay. <laughs> so I told him I have them tomorrow. I just bought my pants today. I rolled them up and sat up on this chair. Uh-huh. Not lifeguard. <laughs>
Black people killed me. Thing with the lady told him my name Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. I got paid, man, about six weeks. What? Yep. So Steve Darby never came back? No. The white guy? I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what happened to this dude. He ain't show up. Wow. So Steve Harvey went on in there and got the lifeguard position. <laughs> Anybody had a drown in that pool, they'd have been dead. Oh, well, God. God, I can't save nobody, man. <laughs> and wasn't about to jump in that deep. And, and oh, my God. You need get in trouble in this five foot. Uh, <laughs> and we what? know this just when, when A. Margie tried to get in the water in Hawaii. You remember that? Oh, he almost had man, a yes. damn fit. Yes, he did. Yes, oh, he did. Man. And you did you ever learn to swim, Steve? I have, I have get back. Oh, get back. What, Whatever get I fell back? off of, I can swim good enough. He got get out. That's what he got. Get out. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather be reincarnated as an animal or as a human again? I feel like there's no damn animal. <laughs> but if you came back as an animal... Oh, just outside all the damn time. No, walking around. No. Gotta find something to eat. Yeah, I ain't got no money. I ain't coming back in here and got no money. I've done that before. <laughs> That's the first part of your life. Yeah. Huh? Uh, 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 I would. I already been an animal. Yeah. We ain't doing that no damn long. Not with no money. Uh uh-uh, uh. No lord. I don't want no parts of that. I want to be involved in currency exchange. Uh-huh. At some point, I hope somebody set a bowl of milk out. Man, hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Would you rather not speak for an entire year or would you rather not hear for an entire year? If I can't hear, then am I speaking? I don't get it. I'm, I'm going to tell you right would now. Would you rather not? If you can't hear, you sure gonna sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> especially if you, especially if you used to hear. You know, I, I have trouble pronouncing words, and I can hear them. But if I can't hear, you can hear. Yeah. Well, what is his ass talking? <laughs> I think I'd want to hear. Okay, so you rather well, you can uh, type, write, mm-hmm. but if you can't hear, no nah, man, I can't. That's but tough. not talking for a year. Woo! Mm-hmm. A lot of writing, though. I can't tell you. The, <laughs> a lot of writing. A lot of writing, though. That's a lot of text. I can't tell you the money I'm going to be missing out on. I can't talk. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what you do for a living. Yeah. Write these sets and hold them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of text cussing. A lot of text cussing. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. All right, guys. Would you rather climb the highest mountain B. or swim B. the deepest B. sea? Ah, oh, man. Why do uh-huh. Back up on that mountain. I'm gonna die in that water. That's for damn. I can't get in that water, man. <laughs> but I, but I can't handle heights because of my out, I get altitude sickness. Yeah. Ah. So what you gonna do? So we gonna die on the way up or down the way down? Either way, we gonna <laughs> Like, like Mount Everest. Everest when I see sure. Everest, yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna do that, dog. Okay. That don't no. make no sense. I don't even want mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even. No, it would mean so, nothing for me to stick a flag in the top of Everest. Nothing. So then, so then you're going to the deepest seas? Yeah, but I can't swim, so hell. I can swim, but I ain't going way down there. No. All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming yeah, back. We didn't like today. I know. We didn't like today. <laughs> 
Thank you. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, here's a question from Steve Harvey FM. All right. It says, have you ever thought the wrong thing at the wrong moment? Now, this email is from D. He says, hey, guys, uh, a comedy booker who I deal with has um, a new secretary. The new secretary doesn't love me as much as the old secretary. Subsequently, I get less booked less often. The new secretary's brother just died, and I thought sure would be nice if the old secretary would come back for a few weeks and I will get some bookings. Now I feel bad. Steve or Tommy, when was the last time you thought the wrong thing at the wrong moment? Mm. Mm. When is the last time you ever thought something wrong at the wrong moment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. What is all that? (laughs) It's too many times. I'm trying to clean it up, but go ahead. Yeah, okay, well, let me ask y'all this here. Uh Uh You ever been in church praying? Yes. Ooh, and even after she done dropped her money in, you okay. still locked yes. in. Yeah. All the way. Wrong. Yeah. And thing. you lose your place in the prayer. <laughs> Not your thoughts. Man. Who art in heaven? Wow. High in the world. <laughs> in your name. Did you make this right here? Man. Boy, look at all that kingdom. Yeah. That yeah. Come. Boy, look at him. Man. Your will be. Done. <laughs> all over this earth, all up in now. Yeah. You know, you, you ever done wow. that? That's one. Yeah. It was up, yeah. up, just yeah. as good up. It was my relative. Uh-huh. Laid there in the casket. And she was in there supposed to sing for the family. I forgot who the hell was laying up there. <laughs> at the funeral. At your funeral. At your family. I'm going to tell you right now, I almost said it's her first day. Once Sharon had walked up there, I forgot who the hell we was here for. <laughs> Lord, that dress was tight. Praise him. I need to give a damn who it was. But she was there. My Lord. Yeah. All right. Come but on, have you nephew. ever seen somebody fall? Super fine woman fall and dress blow way up over her. Hey, son. I just sat there and thought about the wrong thing. Yeah, at the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, timing is everything, mm-hmm. ain't it? Yeah, yeah. All right. it blew Have over. you ever she thought about it, really get the wrong thing yeah. at the wrong time? What, what? <laughs> Have you ever been praying and asked God to give somebody a stroke? <gasps> right then. Oh, Steve. So you can go up there and kiss them. Yeah. God, Lord, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Stroke? I've stroke. asked him to actually shut down somebody's whole left side. <laughs> You want to you want to do the mouth to mouth? Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, this is true. I left a basketball game mm-hmm. after high school one time, Jeez. and a guy robbed me coming out of Bennett's Corner. Uh-huh. That was the first time I asked the Lord. I asked God to strike somebody dead. Mm. Yeah, wrong thing, well, wrong time. That's yeah. it. That's right. the question. I had nine dollars. So they took nine dollars. So glad yeah. you're a change. I thought man. that would be a good time to ask the Lord <laughs> to do something for me. Yes, of course he did. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he ran off with the nine. <laughs> Again, I'm yeah. so glad you're a changed yeah. man. Yeah. So glad. Well, is he though? Yeah. But is he? <laughs> oh, he is. He better oh, be yeah. from that. Well, y'all <laughs> said, have you ever thought the wrong thing at the wrong time? That's the question. Yeah, that was the wrong thing at the wrong time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay. What? I've done the same thing. I didn't been I didn't been naked and ran out into the living room and didn't know nobody was in there and asked, could they just be blind right now? Please just be to <laughs> not see all this. I didn't had a sick Lesson. cell crisis. Asked the nurse <laughs> that came in the room. Uh-huh. I asked the Lord, could you please, please let her stay? Cause my gown. <laughs> it's too much. It, yeah, my gown. It's not suffering. It's not. I asked. Do she have to? Can she work here at night? I thought the wrong thing, wrong time. I've actually unplugged myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. All right. Coming up next, nephew Tommy, more ignorance with today's prank phone call. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about four minutes after, it's the strawberry letter. Uh, my subject for today, my husband needs to learn a few things, okay? My husband needs to learn a few things. We'll get into that in just a bit. Right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got for us, Nep? What you got? Surely this right here is, uh, I left my ring. I oh. left my ring. I left my ring. <laughs> All right, let's go, cat dog. I left my ring. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Mr. or Mrs. Please. This is Mrs. Hi, my name is Doctor. I'm actually trying to reach uh, your husband, Clarence. Is he is he available? I have to check. Is there a reason you're calling? Uh, well, I'm actually the uh, the surgeon that actually did the procedure on removing his gallstones. Yes. How's he doing? Is there any complications thus far? Well, no complications, according to the doctor. Okay. Yes. Well, listen, uh, there's a couple little bit of things I want to discuss with you guys and, and see if we can maybe get them rectified. Is, is, is he around? Yes, he's around. Uh, oh, oh. May I ask what is this in reference to? Actually... Miss actually, when we actually did the procedure on your on your husband and removing the gallstones, yes, I will say that there was a bit of a mistake made, and I'm hoping that he can come back in so we can kind of get it rectified. You know, it, it'll be actually 30 minutes, and he'll be in and out. But actually, when I removed the gallstones, uh, and I, I'm very embarrassed to say this, I actually left my wedding ring inside your husband. You what? Uh, and I I understand, ma'am. Would you say that again? I say I actually left my wedding ring inside your husband when I actually removed the gallstones. And I'm hoping that he'll go- come back in so I can actually take it out and, and, and he'll be on his way. Ooh, he's not going to like this. Hold on, let me see. Can I get him? on you when you were um, came in and got your gallstones removed. I, I remember you, Dr. I, I will say this, Mr. Clarence. I, I actually made a bit of a mistake when you were here, and, and my apology. I, if I can actually get you to come back in, man, I, I can get you taken care of. But And, and this is just a big mistake on my part. But when you guys came in and I removed your stones, I actually left my wedding ring inside. Inside of me? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Your wedding ring? Uh, sir, I, I, I know this is crazy, but yes, I, I, I have truly made a mistake and want to see if I can get this thing rectified and get this thing taken out. And, and I tell you, man, I've, I've been without my ring, and, and my wife is, is raising holy hell about it. Yeah. But you know something, Dr. We got a problem. What, what, what do you mean? 
I mean, I'm, I'm about to go back to work. I, I really can't be going back into the uh, operating room for somebody to take a ring out of me that they left that they left by mistake. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. I, uh, I mean, you know, uh, I realize your wife might be upset and you need your ring, but at this point, that ring's going to have to stay where it is for a while. Sir, I, I, I can't, I honestly can't allow for that ring to, to stay there another two or three days. I, I don't think you understand exactly what I'm going through. There's no way I can allow that. Well, that. You got to go back to work. Yeah, I got to go back to work. But you know something? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, we're talking about a bad, bad, serious problem. You know, we're talking about malpractice. I mean, you know, we're talking about me taking out more time from work when I'm ready to go back. I mean, you know, we're talking lawsuit, all kind of stuff here. We need to get together. Can you hear me, Doc? No, no I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 right now. He needs to come over here now. Uh-oh. Okay, my wife's a little upset too. I mean, you know, I I I can't get back on an operating table, sir. This won't take but seconds to actually for me to snip that thing and get that ring out of there. It won't take but a minute. I mean, you still have the same incisions there. I can go right back into where the same scar was and take that out and keep it moving. Go back into the same incision. You're gonna operate again if you cut me open, sir. I, I I promise you, you won't even know I was there. I'll go in there and take that ring out just that quickly. Okay, but <laughs> but uh, let me ask you this here, my my wife is about to go crazy. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty good guy here, but I mean, you know, you got you left a ring in me. I mean, you know, do you all have malpractice insurance or something? Well, we have plenty of insurance. You know, it's it, it's really more about what I'm going through at home. So I'm doing this for you. Uh, yeah, pretty much here at this point. I mean, no one actually from the hospital actually knows that I'm actually calling you. Wow. You know, I mean, that's a big, big problem. You said something about malpractice. No, I didn't say anything about malpractice. You guys actually said that. I didn't say anything. Okay. Now, let me... My, oh, my. I said it's malpractice. Okay. Hold on now, Doris. Hold on. Uh, well, now, let me ask you this here. Every time I've heard of somebody leaving something inside of somebody, you know, it usually ends up being a situation where it sets up infections and stuff. Well, that's, that's 18 karat gold. That's not going to infect you at all. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but good grief. I mean, I I just, I mean, I didn't even want to do the first surgery, but I didn't have any choice. You know what, Mr. I, I'll be honest with you. I've tried to talk to you and be patient with you. If I got to come over and put some chloroform up against your nose and knock you out in order to perform this procedure to get my ring, then damn it, that's what I got to do. Oh, whoa, hold on now, Doc. What I'm supposed to be doing while you're doing that. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? Yeah, just let him come over. I got something for you. Come on. You know I'm not going to stand for these threats, Doc. You know, that's your problem with your ring. Now, you know, up until now, everything was cool. Now you got a big problem. I tell you, it is here. I'm at home right now. You're at home with my ring. You got my ring. You can come get it right now. Wait, no. Okay. Now I don't. I don't have a problem coming right over there to get my ring because I want. I need my ring back. Let's do it. Come on over. And I'll be waiting for you too. You out of your mind? I, we got something for you, Doc. Hey, listen. I don't care what the both of you are doing. The bottom line is that you have my ring. I got your ring. You just told me I had it, didn't you? It's inside of me. Where it's gonna stay? Sir, I'm not gonna continue to go back and forth with you. You're not gonna continue to do anything because you come over here. I'm gonna take you out. You've already threatened to come over here and put chloroform to my nose, knocking me out to go in the side of my body. You come over here, Doc, you got problems. Now, I tell you what, I don't want any problems out of your wife or out of you, you about a simple procedure right that's only going to take 30 right minutes and everybody will be happy after that. You won't make it back home. Caprando? I understand everything you say. I got one more thing I need to say to the both of you all. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. Is, is Doris listening? No, not really, because I've already tuned you out. Well, here's the last thing I need to say to you. 
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by y'all niece, Peaches. What? You hear that? I be damn. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> nephew Tommy, is that you? This is me, man. Nephew, did you hear that? Nephew Tommy. Hey, nephew Tommy. Yeah. I still got your ring. You got my ring. <laughs> I'm an old man. You're messing with my heart, talking about going back inside of my body. <laughs> all right, let me let me let me speak to Miss Dodge. Yeah. Miss Dodge, you all right? Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> Hey, Miss Dodd, I got one more thing to ask. Uh-huh. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> with Matthew Thomas. <laughs> 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 I love Miss Doris. I love Miss Doris. Doris and Claire. She's so cute. Oh, my God. We played too much. Playing, we just want to get my back. I just want to get my ring. They was tag teaming you, Tommy. Oh, come on over here! I got some for you. I got some for you. He got to go to work. I got to go to work. But then he said, "Hold on, Doris. Hold on." Yeah. My wife, my wife, not hearing this, man. She's not. She's not going alone. What a cute couple. July fifteenth. Here come that nephew. Stupid and ignorant. Rehabilitated. Redone. Refurbished. Oh my God. I am uh, 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 what, what what can I say I'm back Praise God I am up in here Up and running man Kappa Alpha Cyber Training Incorporated My frat brothers We got the conclave coming baby The conclave is coming To Tampa, Florida Family outing on the river Go to Kappa Alpha go to, um, Kappa Conclave 2023.com Kappa Conclave 2023.com Come kick it with the news All right. Thank you, nephew. We got to move on. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. My husband needs to learn a few things. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Just like we're going to read that one. I didn't get to do this last week, sure. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Okay, we'll revisit that in a second. Girl, you know Steve don't want no intro. Oh, he cuts, he cuts me out when you go. I'm out. All right. Everybody need all that. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband needs to learn a few things. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for four years, and the sex is terrible. We dated for two years before we got married, and we agreed to wait until our wedding night to have sex for the first time. I was focused on us having a great friendship as well as a spiritual connection, which would lead to a great sex life. He romanced me and did things to me physically that satisfied me, so I just knew he was going to be a great lover. Whenever he got freaky, he'd tell me all the things he was going to do to me. I had no reason to think he was as inexperienced as he is. I found out on our wedding night that he had only had sex twice and his last girlfriend withheld sex from him for religious reasons. He couldn't do half of the stuff he told me he was going to do to me. He tried to get the party started, if you know what I mean, and then he got so overheated that it was finished before it started. (laughs) I have taught him all that I can about positions and what turns me on, but he is not able to last long enough to try them. I have a high sex drive, so I end up finishing on my own. This man is only 29 and I'm 28, so I need him to get some help with his inability to perform before this ruins our marriage. I suggested that he... I suggested that he talk to some of his friends or a doctor about ways to improve sexually, and he blamed me for being overly experienced and impatient with him. I was celibate two years before the wedding, and I have suffered through four years of bad sex, so I'm not the one with the problem. I need that intimate connection with my husband. How can I help him be a better man in the bedroom without making him feel like he's a total loser? All right. Uh, First of all, I got to commend you because you withheld sex until marriage. Now, biblically, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. I said that, you know, from a Christian perspective. Now, I'm going to tell you that you do have a major problem on your hands, though, because bad sex is really worse than no sex. It it, it really is. I mean, you get yourself all worked up. You know, you as his wife of four years, you've been listening to him making all those empty promises about what he was going to do to you. Then you find out he can't keep his promises because he's so inexperienced. Um, But, you know... There is a problem. There, There is definitely a problem. Is is the problem that he finishes before he starts, as you say? Or is 
it just a lack of skills? I think it's a bit of both. It, it sounds like it's both. And, and learning to, you know, please your partner, a woman, uh, that just, you know, it, it just involves skills. You you have to be taught that. Uh, you try to teach him that, and, um, you know, he got mad at you or blamed you. But uh, I think being, you know, premature sexually should, um, I think, involve a doctor. You mentioned that in the letter. Uh, some sort of professional, an older gentleman to talk to, to learn what should what should you do, what moves you should make. I think he's young. Well, actually, both of you guys are young. He's 29, you're 28. Um, you know, you guys don't have much prior experience. So, you know, you can learn these things, things together. I, I definitely, again, think you need to talk to someone, especially him. He needs to sit down and talk to someone about this. What should he do and, and go see a doctor about his finishing before he starts problem, uh, premature ejaculation. I think your marriage is worth it. I don't think you want you're ready to go because you said before it ruins our marriage. I, I don't think he should be blaming you. I think the focus should be on him. I think him blaming you is just a defense mechanism. I think he's wrong for doing that. I really do. He's just, you know, probably at his wit's end now uh, because he can't please you. And he, you guys have been married for four years and, and it's a problem. He knows it's a problem. So get some help. When you have a problem, you should try and solve it. Get some help with, you know, someone like you said, you mentioned that in your letter. I think that's a great idea and I think it can help your marriage. Steve. Nice response, Shirley. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ready? Here come the truth. <sighs> Lord Jesus, I hate mm -hmm. these letters. Take your time. Take your time. My husband needs to learn a few things. Well, this lady been married to her husband for four years. This is the first line in the letter. We've been married four years and the sex is terrible. This is some <laughs> bad sex, folks. <laughs> Your opening line ain't no, I love my husband. We've dated. He means the world to me. He's a great father. No, I've been married four years and the sex is terrible. <laughs> we Then she went on to start. We dated two years before we got married. Then they agreed at the way to have sex to their wedding night for the first time. You was focused on having a great friendship as well as a spiritual connection, which would lead to a great sex life. So you thought. <laughs> That's what you thought. <laughs> you figure if we buddies and we go to church together, we ought to have some good sex. Where in buddy and church do you see great sex? I I don't see that at all. Cause you can talk, don't mean you can walk the walk. True. When we come back, yes. the walk. Is shout. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My husband needs to learn a few things is the subject. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my husband needs to learn a few things. 
Lady been married four years and the sex is terrible. That's how the letter started. We ain't waste no time. They ain't run, wasn't no lines in there about we love each other. We love the Lord. Nothing like that. We've been married four years and sex is terrible. Four raggedy ass years of sex. I've never had four years of bad sex in my life. You got two times with me. That's it. You got the first time I figure, okay, just the first time, maybe a little nervous, <laughs> all this here. If the next time is bad, we through. But you're not married to that we person. Through. We through. We're not, we not getting married. <laughs> they are married, Steve. We through. It's over. We have no kids, none of that. <laughs> We ain't got we ain't got to go to counseling. I, this ain't gonna work. Okay, so now you decided to have wait to have sex. You wed night, focus having a great friendship and a spiritual connection, and you said it would lead to great sex. My response was, that's what you thought. Then he goes on to say he romanced me and he did things to me physically that satisfied me. So I just knew he was gonna be a great lover. What did he do pre-marriage mm -hmm. to you physically that was not sex that made you think the sex was going to be outstanding? How hard was y'all kissing? <laughs> <laughs> was he grinding in a way that made you think this fitting to be this, this dude right here? Finna rock the boat when I let him in the ocean. I'm he finna town. Woo! Girl, look, he kissed hard. He grind hard. He touching me. It's everything. Well, and then you said whenever he got freaky, he'd tell me all the things he was gonna do to me. I had no reason to think. That he was as inexperienced as he was. See, that's pre-game hype. Oh. You, know, you don't even understand what I'm finna do. Do you think that was something? <laughs> huh? What, you like that, right? Oh, you think that? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That got you hot? Girl, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's just the beginning. That's just kissing. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's a good... Girl, girl, that ain't nothing but my grind right there. My grind game. Girl, the grind game, kiss game. Why? When we get mad, watch this here. You you immediately say, I had no idea he was inexperienced as he was. You found out on your wedding night. This was the wedding night. It, it all come to a head. You done been at the dance. You done been at the church. Mm -hmm. You done kissed in front of your mama and them. You done changed your clothes. You done had your daddy dance. You in the room and it's over. Before it got started, <laughs> he said he had only had sex twice and his last girlfriend withheld sex from him for religious reasons. Oh, okay. So now I see what happened. See, your man has only had church sex. <laughs> what? Say that again? What? Yo, her man has only had church sex. Oh, What's what that? Is that see, Steve? see, they didn't get, they didn't have sex because they was waiting until they got married. Right, And right. then the girls and his former girlfriend only had sex twice because she was withholding for religious reasons. Mm -hmm. So these are just people he's seeing up at the church. Church sex way different than club sex. <laughs> How so? Please. Everything. Collaborate. Yeah.
See, church sex ain't a lot of words in church sex because you can't cuss with church sex. Club sex is all you all the words. It's a vulgarity. Church sex is we sneaking. We supposed to be quiet. We ain't supposed to be doing this. So you can't ask all the questions. You know, who's is it? You know, you can't be, you can't bring up no sudden. Oh, blankety blank. You can't cuss while you're having church sex because you're not supposed to be doing it anyway. So you ain't going to amplify the sin by cussing. But club sex, you start with the cussing. Uh I'm finna smack that and do that thing, get it up in this. When you get this, oh, you ain't gonna understand. See, that's the difference. Okay. So he just had church ask, sex. Mm-hmm. So now, <laughs> and then as soon as he get overheated, it was finished before it started. Uh-huh. I taught him all the positions and what turns me on, but he ain't able to last long enough to try them. I got a high sex drive, and I end up finishing on my own. Mm-hmm. This man, 28, 29, I'm 28. It's already been four years. Yeah. I ain't got four more of this here. <laughs> Steve, Shirley, help me. <laughs> I'm going to come back with part three of this letter because okay. I have some actual help. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got something he can try because you said you expect him to talk to a doctor or his friends. He can't even bring this up to his friends. Not at all. He's got to do something. He, fellas. I I can't please my woman and uh, don't do that. that. Don't do that. What do you suggest I do? All right, you want me me to do it for you? (laughs) We're gonna have part three of this strawberry letter uh, coming up. Okay, the subject is my husband needs to learn a few things. (laughs) We'll be back with part three coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So this is part three of today's strawberry yeah, and letter. And I don't normally do this. My husband I, needs to learn a few things. Yes. See, she done married this man, the church dude, they withheld sex to the night. And it ain't good. It's been four years of terrible mm-hmm. sex. And she need help. And she trying to show him all these positions and what turned her on. Uh, he's upset about that, too, in the letter. Uh, I didn't mention. He can do half the stuff he told me he was going to do. <laughs> I taught him all I can about positions <laughs> and what turned me on. But he ain't able to last long enough to try him. Damn, dog. I got a high sex drive, so I end up finishing on my own. So I need him to some help with his inability before this ruin of marriage. And then talk to a doctor or his friends about ways to improve sexually. Now, here the part. He blamed me for being overly experienced and impatient with him. I was celibate two years before the wedding, and I've suffered through four years of bad sex. This four years, this is horrible. This is horrible. This is the most horrible thing I've ever heard. Matter of fact, this is the most horrible strawberry letter we've ever had. Four years of bad sex. <laughs> this is probably the worst damn strawberry letter we have ever had. <laughs> Let me mark this. Now, and he mad worried. at her because she too experienced. See, he don't really understand. Mm-hmm. See, see, he mad now because you know too much. Mm-hmm. He had sex twice. We ain't got to get into how many times you had it, but he only had it twice. Right. Let's not worry about the number of times you had it. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. But so obviously, you're that. way more experienced than him, and he upset with it. See, you know too much. Why I got to mm. put my foot on the nightstand and have my knee on the bed? That hurts me. 
Mm. <laughs> Don't start. Hey, man, what is your punk ass talking about? Just put your damn foot up there and get your knee over here. Don't, that hurts me. Stretch before you come in here. This is a workout. Stretch. Put me in here. You got to put in work, man. Now, listen to me. Let me give you a couple of suggestions. They have a cream for men that he can buy. And he can use the cream, and the cream numbs him so where he's don't have to have it don't happen so fast. Oh, detained. Yeah. Um, so you got to be careful with strong that damn cream, because that hand you ain't got no feeling in it, because you done put it on with the cream that helps you have no feeling. So you might want to try that. Mm. And just that's the only suggestion I have for you. All right, Steve, uh, thank you for that. Post your comments this on today's Strawberry Letter. worst letter we've ever, four years of horrible sex. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget <laughs> to uh, check out the podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family plus both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models so no matter your style you can drive efficiently and save on gas so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Steve, I want you especially to listen to this. This is according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. You consider yourself a country I have boy. Farm before. Yeah, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a typical July 4th cookout for eight to ten people should only set you back $55.07. Uh-huh. That's what well, they're saying. According there ain't to no damn barbecue. Ain't no ribs in there. Eight to ten people, $55. About $5.51 per person. Five fifty one cents per person. What uh-huh. family is this? <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, now, this amount is based on 96 volunteer shoppers in 28 states checking retail prices at their local grocery store to determine the overall cost. Okay, and this is what the meal okay, will I'll include. i tell you what, though. What? 
Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, we fish been to bed fifty five dollars and eight to ten people. Mm-hmm. I bet not see nobody walk their ass back up there twice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get yeah. No, you can't no. get but one bone real. One, one rib, bone. One be up rib. there watching you. Be up there watching you like that dude that used to cater for us in New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> play with us. Didn't get any juice. None of that. He gave us Dixie cups yeah. with juice like the mouthwash cups. What? Yeah. All right. This is oh, what this. <laughs> this is what the meal includes, Steve. Eight quarter pound hamburgers and buns with cheese slices. You guys said there was no meat. There's meat, okay? Two people ain't gonna get a burger. <laughs> Eight hot dogs yep. and buns, okay? Four pounds, you said there were no ribs. Four pounds of pork spare ribs. There you, there go, you go, right man. there. How many bones is that? <laughs> That's uh, one slab. <laughs> Uh, you okay. Ketchup and Everybody mustard. Everybody get one bone? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ketchup and mustard, three pounds of deli, potato salad. Okay, now stop. <laughs> okay, what? Don't nobody want no damn deli. serious about his potato salad. Don't come in here <laughs> with made. your damn deli potato salad. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. We don't want... I have you ever tasted potato salad good from the damn deli? Some people get it and doctor it up, though. Doctor it up, yeah. yeah, yeah, and put it in a dish from home, and you think they made it. Sure, uh-huh. pull out some deli potato salad around eight to ten black uh-huh. people. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, twenty-eight ounces. And watch they face. <laughs> twenty-eight ounces, Steve, of baked beans. Okay, gotta have baked How beans with potato salad. Twenty-eight ounces. Twenty-eight ounces. How many? That's 28 ounces. Uh-huh. Two cans? people. Okay. Everybody get 0.8 ounces of beans. <laughs> oh, it gets better. 15 ounces of chips. Ounces. I want that many damn chips. How many chips are 15 ounces? <laughs> One big bag? 15 ounces of chips. Uh-huh. What, what is that, a bag? One bag? <laughs> One big bag, though. Two quarts Everybody of lemonade. Everybody get 12 chips. <laughs> How many? <laughs> Two quarts of lemonade. Two quarts? <laughs> no I drink a quart of lemonade my damn self. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and how about this one? Four pounds of watermelon for dessert. Watermelon. Uh-huh. For dessert. Uh-huh. No pound yeah, cake. Four none pounds of, that. of watermelon. That ain't even a whole watermelon. No, that's the same. Half a damn watermelon. That's the same amount as the spare ribs, as the ribs. That's the same amount. Well, how much y'all gotta eat? Yeah, I mean. Well, we know this. No seconds. We know that. <laughs> Steve already. Wait a minute. Steve how, already how said much that. we gonna eat? <laughs> it's how much you can't eat. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. How many people is you this again? waste nothing. Eight to ten, Tommy. Eight to ten people. These is cheering. <laughs> no. Yeah. This is kids. Babies. <laughs> Damn infants. But Steve, no seconds, though. I bet not catch your ass walking back up here again. <laughs> hey, $55. That's the budget. It's eight to ten people. You number six. Don't walk your ass back up here no more. <laughs> okay. And you ain't you ain't wait till we serve this watermelon no how. Hold on. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, I need everybody attention. What? Okay. Who over here got this half cup of lemonade just sitting here? <laughs> <laughs> just sitting over here, a whole half a Dixie cup of this damn lemonade. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What up, y'all? This is Jay Edgar Brown trying to get his homework done. This is still 4th of July weekend, which means fireworks, which means somebody will set the ass on fire. Somebody will lose a thumb, somebody will lose an eye. Somebody will set their hair on fire, and yes, believe it or not, somebody will stick a firecracker there. I'm not lying, I'm not making it up. Somebody will stick a firecracker there and blow that up, too. The song is dedicated to those fools. Fools who do that with firecrackers, who think they know what they're doing, but they don't. For a round of Would You Rather, would you rather be reincarnated as an animal or be. as a human again? Be. Come back as no damn animal. <laughs> but if you be. came back as an animal, oh, just outside all the damn time, no, walking around, no. gotta find something to eat. Yeah, <laughs> ain't got no money. I ain't no coming killing. back in here. Ain't got no money. I've done that before. <laughs> That's <laughs> the first part of your life. Yeah, uh, 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 I would. I already been an animal. <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing that no damn more. Not with no money. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no lord. I don't want no parts of that. I want to be involved in currency exchange. Uh-huh. At some point, I hope somebody set a bowl of milk out. Man, hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Would you rather not speak? For an entire year, or would you rather not hear for an entire year? If I can't hear, then am I speaking? I don't get it. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you can't hear, you sure gonna sound stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Especially you you used to hear. You know, I I have trouble pronouncing words, and I can hear them. Boy, if I can't hear, you can hear. What is his ass talking? I think I'd want to hear. <laughs> okay, so you rather... Well, you can uh, type, write, mm-hmm. but if you can't hear... Nah, man, I can't. That's but tough. not talking for a year, whoo mm-hmm. a lot of writing, though. I can't tell you. <laughs> a lot of writing. A lot of writing, though. That's a lot of writing, that's a lot of text. I can't tell you the money I'm going to be missing out on. I can't talk. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what that's you do for a living. Yeah. Go write these sets and hold them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of text cussing. A lot of text cussing. Mm-hmm. Going on right <laughs> All right, guys. Would you rather climb the highest mountain B. or swim the deepest sea? 
Ah, man, why did... Uh-huh. Back up on that mountain. I'm gonna die in that water. That's for damn. I can't get in that water, man. <laughs> but I but I can't handle heights I'm because of my out. I get altitude sickness. Yeah. Ah. So what you gonna do? So we gonna die on the way up or down the way down? Either way. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like like Everest, Everest, when I see store, Everest, yeah. I'm not I'm not finna do that, dog. Okay. That don't no. make no sense. I don't even want mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even. No, it would mean so, nothing for me to stick a flag in the top of everything. Nothing. So then, so then you're going to the deepest seas? Yeah, but I can't swim, so hell. I can swim, but I ain't going way down there. No. All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming yeah, back. We didn't like scary. today. I know. We didn't like today. <laughs> All right, coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, last break of the day, and uh, Steve Harvey will close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails and with plenty of passenger and cargo space plus available tech like wireless charging you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moon roof you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Steve, your closing remarks are back. What you got for us today? You know what? I just want to remind people because it's, it's a tough thing to cut people out your life. It's a tough decision for people to make because the average person, uh, you know, that's of positive nature, they, they like positive things around them, positive energy. And it beca- it's difficult when you as a positive or decent or caring person has to be faced with the decision to cut somebody out your life. And I've had to do it many times, and I'm faced with the decision again, even this stage of my life. There are people who I really should not have around me. Now, because I have a sense of guilt, I continue to keep them, you know. I I, I, I come up with excuses for them, you know, what they gonna do. You know, if they not here, what would they do? If, if, if I remove them, what happens to them? Well, I mean, that's because you're a caring person. But can I tell you how much that ain't your business? It's really, really not. It's not your business, nor should you make it yours. Because what will happen is, if you guilt yourself into holding on to this person, you will continue to possess that nagging, gnawing feeling that you have every time you around them because they actually bring no real value to you. Oh, they bring you a lot of promises. Oh, they bring you a lot of 
Oh, man, this is, man, I got something big I'm working on. Oh, you hear that all the time. Oh, I sure appreciate you. Lord, I don't know where I'd be without you. You've been, you've been such a blessing to me. You know, you're going to get it all kinds of ways. And that makes you feel even worse about the inevitable decision that you know you have to make. But let me help y'all understand something right here. People can be manipulative. People can be very, very manipulative. And when a person know they getting over on you, they say the things because they know you're a decent person. So they say the things to you to keep in the forefront of your mind how decent you are. God bless you. You've been a blessing to me. Lord, I don't know what I'd do without you. I thank God for people like you. Well, when do I get to thank God for you? When do you become such a blessing to me? When at the point in this relationship where every relationship should be give and take, when do I get to take something out? Because right now, all I'm doing is giving. I'm telling you, y'all, I know how you're feeling about cutting these people out your life, but you have got to, because if there's a person in your life that's just on the receiving end of your friendship and give you nothing in return, they are on the receiving end of your paycheck and give you nothing in return. They are receiving end of all your goodness and favors and give you no goodness and favors. You no longer have an obligation to that person. You really don't. And I remind you of something that Bishop Jake said. Sometimes you have to let people go so they can be freed up to their own destiny. Um. See, because they keep tying their destiny to yours. But see, God didn't give them your destiny. They got their own destiny. You know, unless you with your wife or your children, them destinies ain't tied to yours. And once your children get a certain age, your destiny don't belong to them no more. They have to, they, as Marjorie says, their wings work. You got to let them get out there and get to flapping so they can fly. So as you make your list of people who bring you nothing but bad news, they have to go. When you make your list of people who every time they call you, they just want something, they have to go. They have to go because they slowing you down. They dead weight. They sitting on the wagon and they ain't pushing. They ain't getting out the wagon to remove no rocks and debris out the way. They ain't trying to fill a pothole for you. They don't even repair wagon wheels. They just on your wagon, sitting there, legs up, and just chilling. You out on rope just pulling. You got to get rid of them people. The other people you have to get rid of is sometimey people. Because you know what's so hard about sometimey people? Because you don't never know when they time going to be. Because they sometimey. So sometimes they cool and sometimes they ain't. And on the days when you need them be cool, that's what that's one of them some days where they ain't. <laughs> so now you got all these sometimey people in your life. And you be going, well, they cool over here, but they ain't cool over there. If the people in your life ain't cool everywhere you take them mm. and every time you talk to them, you got to get rid of them too. I'm sorry. Now, that's going to shorten your list. But what good is the list if it ain't a good list? Stop just trying to have a list. It's like people in a bad relationship. So you're going to stay in a bad relationship just so you can say you're in a relationship. 
or will you free yourself so that you can be freed up to your destiny to possibly be in a good relationship? But you'll never get in a good relationship if you're going to stay and sit in the bad relationship, which has proven year after year after year to be of no substance and no, just no goodness for you. It just does nothing for you. But you're going to stay in it just so you can say you're in a relationship. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. So y'all think about it. Those people that you got to cut loose, you got a tough decision, but you have to do it. God will bless you for it, too. And guess what? You have more more free time. You have more money and everything when you let them go. And you don't even have to deal with the aggravation of them anymore. That's an amazing thing. So that's my closing remarks. Just wanted to remind you all that. Have a great weekend, everybody. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.